0: Charge for wasting our time. I will take a check. You recognize her from anchoring on CNN, CNBC, and Bloomberg. The only financial expert you don't need a dictionary to understand. The cold Lappin. Today's listener intervention is with our very own producer, Mike Coscarelli. Mike, welcome to Money Rehab, although you're always here, so like, What's up? <laughs> Hi,
1: Nicole. Thank you so much. First time caller, long time listener. I've been looking for an apartment. Um, I live in New York City. I currently live in Brooklyn. I live with a bunch of roommates and my plan was to, now that I'm making enough money, you know, because I mean, we're all rich working on this show. Duh. I figured it was time to move out, stop living with roommates, get my own place in New York City. That's a that's a really, that's like a big milestone and it's pretty hard to be honest, just based off of price and everything like that. This is such an expensive city to live in that you have to be making a good amount of money to really take that chance unless you do the smart thing, which is what our other producer Morgan did uh, and live with uh, like a, a partner, you know? Um, but this is
0: a really good next step to getting a partner.
1: Yeah, the upgrade of having your own space in your own place. Because yeah. yeah, I mean, for me, I don't want to make it, you know, I don't want to say anything everybody's choices are their own choices, but for me, I feel a little bit like a bum living with three other guys still. That's how I feel personally. Now, that doesn't mean that that everybody feels that way, and I understand. I don't want... I'm not coming for anybody. That's just how I feel. You're
0: not a bum for doing that, but from a lady perspective, and I'm going home with a dude, having some other roommates, like, is less
1: appealing. Yeah, and I do think... Frankly, if you are in a situation where you find somebody that you begin to like and hang out with, like it, it is hard to be taken seriously if the reality of your situation is that you still live with a bunch of guys. And, you know, I think of, I'm in my 30s. I think a woman in her 30s when she's dating somebody wants to see that a guy kind of has a plan to get the hell out of a situation like that. And it's just I don't want to live amongst, you know, one of my roommates, spends every morning, you know, an hour and a half in the shower. Uh, That seems unnecessary. I don't like living with that. You know, I don't like waking up and wondering if I'm going to be able to brush my teeth before this guy gets into the bathroom because otherwise I'm going to have to wait until noon to do it. I really wanted to stay in in Brooklyn. I really love Brooklyn. Um, I have a car. It's it's not really easy to have a car in Manhattan just because of the parking situation and everything. Uh, And Queens is Queens. I mean, you know... it's just, there's a stigma with living in Queens. It's just not as cool as, as Brooklyn and I'm a cool guy. So that's where I want to, you are a cool guy. Um, And I thought at the price point that I was, that I have entered into that I would be able to really have my pick of a pretty nice apartment almost anywhere in Brooklyn, just because I figured that, you know, I've never paid even remotely close to this amount of rent that I'm willing to pay. And I was just wrong. Completely wrong. I couldn't be farther from the truth. Currently, there is a um, it is a uh, it's a market for people that are renting and not for renters. There's not a lot to rent.
0: Yeah. So, what have you been spending on rent?
1: Nine hundred and like fifteen dollars or something on rent. Okay. Morgan just made a face, and But that's because I live with three other fucking people.
0: <laughs> Morgan did not make Morgan a face. Made a face. No, Morgan face made a
1: face like wow, nine hundred something dollars.
0: So now you have increased this budget threefold or more?
1: Yes, I'd say, yeah, three a little bit more than threefold. Baller. Yeah, our show is is very successful, Nicole.
0: I mean, yes, we're nominated for an ambi, goddammit.
1: That's right, and we're going to win it.
0: <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah, and you've gone through your own money rehab. Everybody is winning here. So you're looking for uh, a pad... A uh, sweet solo pad in the city with what 3500 as a maximum budget
1: as a max when i was started the search i thought that 3500 was going to get me like a, a beautiful i was like i'll i'll go to 3500 if i see a 1200 square foot apartment somewhere in like downtown brooklyn where like i really thought that that's what that was going to get me cuz i've just I, I just figured that much fucking money was that's what you'd get and the so the, but now I'm learning that 3500 is apparently not even really that much, which sounds insane to me. I told my mom that I was looking at that that apartments for that price, and she said it was like a thousand dollars more than her mortgage. Granted, she lives in New Jersey, which is still expensive, but like it's more smelly and not as fun, you know. So that's sort of the the payoff that you 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 can live a little better in a place where that's you know not New York City, but. It does like when you put it in that perspective, it does seem kind of crazy that you're going to spend that much money for something in a neighborhood that I've, you know, these neighborhoods that I've been seeing for, you know, less than a thousand square feet. It seems a little nuts.
0: It does seem nuts. So you went out to look for apartments and you then realized that thirty five hundred dollars would get you what?
1: Depending on where in the city. Um uh, I, you yeah. know, it could, it could get you a two-bedroom, but it's a, it's a two-bedroom that's really a one-bedroom with this little wall that they just put up. So it's the same amount of space as just kind of like a, a normal-sized one-bedroom. I like my neighborhood right now because it is, there is a neighborhood feel. I kind of have my normal coffee shops. I have my normal restaurants. I, there, I, I know people in the neighborhood.
0: Okay. So you found a place that you can walk to get coffee from so you said you drafted an email that you were about to send and then you pasted it in the text and then i looked at it and it felt eager and so right. it had a lot of exclamation points wait did you write that or did morgan write? i that? wrote
1: it but i think because i spend so much time with morgan and read so much of her writing that the uh, i've uh, <laughs> i've i've caught exclamation point fever <laughs> Yeah,
0: that's that's true. I thought it could have been Morgan because you don't even put exclamation points when you're chatting girls up. So mm, yeah. Now, now, like, okay, so you put you put exclamation points. You're very exclamation point happy. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, I love this place. Ah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> woo! Yeah. And then I took out the exclamation points. I scrubbed them. And I was a little more aloof. It wasn't like, um, this is the only place. Um, I tried to make it say, like, I'm looking at a lot of places. There's a lot of inventory on there. This is not special. Okay, so read me the whole thing. You have it in front of you.
1: So we're emailing a woman named Katrina. Hi, Katrina. Thank you for setting up the tour. I'm looking at a few other similar units today in the area, but I'm interested in seeing what more we can do to make apartment. I'll keep that blank. The winner. I am ready to move quickly. I have noticed that there is quite a lot of inventory at the building and that the unit previously rented for approximately $3,400, which was true. We did research on that. If we could come in there with the application fee waived and the building amenities included, I could be ready to move forward immediately. Considering the fact that the Avalon is built as a building with views of the Empire State Building, this is an equitable offer for a third floor unit that does not offer what is marketed. Looking forward to continuing the conversation to make this a win-win and a smooth process for everyone. I am available between time and time today to discuss further. Regards, Mike.
0: Right. So I wanted you to research how many units in that building were available because then you're getting into their psychology of, you know, them needing to get to their quotas or whatever they have as a bigger building in a bigger company or management system. And also that you should not come across as thirsty and put out a negotiating offer because a negotiation is a give-take, give-take dance. And so if, you know, you say that you want your application fee wage, which was like, what, 20 bucks or something like that. I looked at the website and the amenities. I mean, that was a throwaway thing. They are going to feel good if they can cross something out, if they can be like, OK, well, definitely no on this. We'll see what we can do on this. So when you go in with something that you don't really want uh, and you hope that they're going to cross that out, that actually is what happened. They're like, we can't move on this, which is what I was expecting because they're a corporate type operation. You're not dealing with like some dude who's renting out his apartment. And so they said, we can't do anything on that because they're rules follower type people. But they didn't respond to the 3400, which was where it rented before. So you didn't just pull that number out of your ass. It was what you researched the apartment had already gone for. That's right. And then I told you not to put in the uh, longer lease negotiating Chip, because you could use that later on. So the latest is that you called, which I told you to do this weekend, but you have shit to do. Dates to go on and things like this. (laughs) Yes. So it wasn't in the top of the priority list. Fine. Um, But you then ultimately called and you, what, asked for a manager?
1: Yes. And they just said, put an application in, um, but that price is the price
0: did you put the application in? no
1: because it's not i can't afford these apartments now and i'm also just kind of soured by this experience and it's making me not as excited
0: wait you can't afford the you can't afford the the one that the third floor one
1: the third floor one was the one i liked no
0: right so what's the problem
1: it, yeah it, was, it, was, they it ra- was originally it was over my budget originally that's why i was trying to negotiate it down into my budget because I was willing to hit the top of my budget for that because it had it was like 700 and something square feet. It was pretty big.
0: So but you need to put the application in, dude, because they're not going to negotiate with you before they know you're qualified.
1: Is that what it comes down to? I have to put the application in and see.
0: Yeah, because they have to run a credit check and stuff like that. So they can't negotiate before they know if you're qualified to even move in. Hmm. So you should have put the application in.
1: Oh, I didn't know I was supposed to do so that. So Do
0: that like ASAP. What do you mean? I thought that you, like, I thought I
1: didn't want to put the application in for that price because then I thought that that would be the price.
0: No, they they need to verify that you can afford it first. If I'm a landlord, I'm not going to negotiate with any schmo off the street. I want to make sure that you have money.
1: Yeah, that does seem to make sense.
0: Get your fucking application in, Mike. Okay. Hold on to your wallets, boys and girls. Money Rehab will be right back. Do you ever get FOMO, fear of missing out? Well, do you ever get FOMO-tupita, fear of missing out on the perfect hire? If so, I have the antidote. Team needs so they're hooking up money rehabbers at linkedin.com slash mnn go there and you can post your job for free that's linkedin.com slash mnn as in money news network to post your job for free terms and conditions apply Now for some more money rehab.
1: Two weeks later.
0: So, did you apply?
1: I did apply. And? Uh, I got approved.
0: Yay!
1: But um, part Ugh. of the issue was that they have this sliding price scale, which I've talked to a handful of people now. Nobody's ever seen something like this before. But when I saw the apartment, That I wanted it was listed at 3600 for the month per month um which was a little above my price range that's like the whole conversation that we've been having and the whole reason why it felt necessary to try to negotiate a little bit of that off the price and after I had selected that I wanted a March 1st move-in date uh after having seen the apartment a week and a half prior to putting the application in the price went up $200 a month for the apartment. So it went from 3,600 to 3,800 in less than two weeks. And
0: that's why
1: they, that's just the way their scale is the, for whatever reason, their system is in this building. I won't, I won't name names, in New York City, but a building in Long Island City in New, in in Queens in New York has a scale that it just every single day the price increases a little bit, whether it's thirty five dollars or whatever. So by the time it got to the application being approved, it got raised to thirty eight hundred, which obviously I could not afford.
0: So wait, wait, wait. The scale is it also depending on what day you choose to move in? Is it that is.
1: But it, it's obviously more expensive. Basically, if you if you make the choice to move in tomorrow, you get it for the list price.
0: Did you ask them what the scoop on that is?
1: Yep. They couldn't give me an answer. I I tried to ask them because I asked the woman on the phone. I called them. I did everything. I emailed them. I called them. I finally got somebody on the phone once the application was approved and was in. So once I got approved for it, I, I basically said, guys, so this price obviously can't be the price, right? Cause I saw it at 36 and now it's at 38. And she's like, yeah, no, no, that's the price. Cause you wanted a move in date of March 1st. And I was like, so what, if nobody, if I don't take this apartment and it just stays on the market, this apartment's going to be $4,200 for this apartment. You're going to raise it almost a thousand dollars in a month. That doesn't seem to make any sense. And the woman was just like, I don't know. I'm just kind of new to this building. I don't really know. Like, She gave me some bullshit stutter answer. I really did think this was a tactic for them to kind of open a conversation. I really thought that when I hung up the phone, she was just going to go, all right, well, so this guy's approved. He can be in the building. Can we talk about like, I, and I thought I was going to get a call from somebody in the leasing office. That's like, hey, Mike, we just talked to so-and-so, um, you know, we want you in the building, you're approved already. Like, what can we do to make this work? And they just didn't. So I just pulled out of it. So I just kind of started looking for more apartments. And now I have an application in, in another building next to it. <laughs> I found an apartment that I liked. This broker showed me around. It was 37. I told him that I had another apartment that I liked just as much, but I liked that apartment. And I was willing to put an application in. But I wasn't willing to spend more than thirty six hundred, and also they have a couple of their amenities in this building because it's one of those high rise buildings. There's a couple of amenities that are still under construction, like they're redoing the pool, they're redoing um, like their locker rooms or whatever. So I also said that I I needed to have the amenities waived, which is another fifty dollars a month.
0: And then what happened?
1: He said the building probably wasn't going to do 3600 for the apartment. So what he said was he was going to give me a $1200 rebate. He was basically going to write me a check for $1200 to take the apartment at 37 so it would even out.
0: Where are where's your head now? You want this other apartment for 3600 which was your budget and then ultimately like somehow you're getting it at 3600 um so is there a problem now
1: i i make enough money to cover um the rent or what 40 times the rent whatever this stupid metric is i can cover it between this like working on this show and the other iheart shows that i work on and all these you know all these other projects but um i don't have a lot of tax information that backs that up because a lot of this work that i started getting didn't start until probably halfway through last year. I've given them pay stubs and copies of invoices and stuff like that they want. It's just a major hoop to jump through to get freelance income approved, it seems like. They want me to get a CPA letter. I don't even have a CPA. Why
0: don't you have a CPA?
1: I mean, I have a guy that has done my taxes. I have a guy in Jersey. i have a guy. Of course you do.
0: (laughs) You're Mike Coscarelli. You're a guy for everything.
1: (laughs) No, I have... So a friend of mine who... You know, one of my first freelance gigs was in 2018, but I didn't freelance for long. I probably freelanced for a couple of months and then the company that I was working with made me full time. So there was a couple of months of income that I had to sort of, um, figure out what I owed in taxes. He helped me do that. Um, and he has done my taxes for me, I think the last three years, but they've been uh, for the most part, I've just worked at a company and they send me a tax return and then it's not, they're not difficult. This is the first step for me where as a producer I've I've like gone out on my own as opposed yeah. to like had a salaried job. And I didn't there's things that I have planned for the next year that are obviously going to require a a real accountant or CPA that can help me get set up, setting up an LLC, setting up. That's on my slab. I just didn't think that I was going to need all that stuff to get an apartment.
0: This has been the moral of a lot of our interventions. Not that this is a classic intervention of sorts. Uh, But usually it's not the thing that we start talking about. It's something else Uh that's the issue. And I think the issue has come to the forefront uh, that you might not have been expecting, but is the real issue Uh we should be talking about and addressing. And this rent debutante ball that you've done around <laughs> Long Island City has and catalyzed it. Okay, <laughs> um, has has pushed it to the forefront. Uh importantly so because, you know, thankfully it's just dealing with the rents with these, you know, whatever built corporate buildings. That is not as much of an issue as, let's say, an audit or some other, you know, like I just got a super lovely bill from the New York Labor Department for some (laughs) fucking form or something or other. It's really annoying to set up all the things that you need for various entities and keep up with that. If you're going to do that this year, like, let's do that right now. And Yes, get a CPA and yes, either get a LLC or an S Corp and get that situated so that it doesn't cause you greater issues in the future. You know, worst case scenario here, if we fast forward the videotape, uh, is that you stay with your roomies, <laughs> which is, I know, granted, high class problems. You still have a roof over your head, all the things. You know, fast forward a videotape, if you get into some other financial shit, less less funsies. So I think that if you are comfortable with th- this building um, and you can prepay, that's a way that I see getting around it. And by the way, if you didn't have this wake-up call, then you would probably have procrastinated more. So I'm glad that you had this wake-up call. And so I think that uh, all of this is ultimately going to put a little pep in your step to get it together and get it all. For today's tip, you can take straight to the bank. Mike, what did you learn today?
1: What did I learn today? I learned that waiting to the very last minute to find a CPA to write you a note to get an apartment is a really bad idea. I got to get my shit together, man.
0: Spend my money, money, money. Money Rehab is a production of iHeartRadio. I'm your host, Nicole Lappin. Our producers are Morgan Lavoie and Mike Coscarelli. Executive producers are Nikki Etor and Will Pearson. Our mascots are...